You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the official Broadway Sid Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and today everything's all right. We're singing that river lullaby and playing with the big boys through heaven's eyes. I mean, everyone's got heaven on their minds. Also, Judas's death. I mean, this Jesus... <laughs> I mean, also. I mean, this Jesus must die, or is it John Tucker must die? Oh, poor Jerusalem. I love that movie. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Do, do whatever you want with that Last Supper, the arrest, or Pilate's dream, because I know that Peter and John 1941 are both in denial for the blood money. I only want to say that I will get there, but only when you believe. Try it and see. Joining us today are the usual poor... Did you just throw in a song from... Uh, Prince of, uh, Prince of Egypt. Yeah, some at the beginning, too. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, but joining us today are the usual poor, poor pharaohs, including yeah. Kevin, I don't know how to love him, just kidding, superstar, Jager. <laughs> <laughs> Best moniker ever. Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Hello. And today What's we, the buzz? And what? What's, What's the, the buzz? What's the buzz? <laughs> and today we've got a split episode. Later you'll hear the three of us discussing NBC's Jesus Christ Superstar live event. Ooh. But for, you, you didn't know that, Kevin. I didn't. They just told me. <laughs> I'm so but, excited. But for this first part, we're at the home of the Plavskis for Passover Seder. Yeah, so our are. guest is a New Jersey lawyer, theater goer, and hopefully a dedicated listener of the show. <laughs> Let, <laughs> let's give well, a... This will be episode one. <laughs> <laughs> let's give a big Broadway to Welcome to Dad of the Show. Dad, Dad of the Show. Steve Plavsky. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Um, you can follow him on social media nowhere. Um, I mean, if you're on LinkedIn, maybe. Um, Are you on LinkedIn? Yeah, but it actually has to be corrected, but I am on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. What do you mean it has to be corrected? It still has my office address before my present position. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah, I should update that. Um but I guess. <laughs> but um, let's start with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are we drinking? I'm drinking a little Manischewitz as it is Passover. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Concord grape. Concord grape. I'm <laughs> sitting next to the Manischewitz and actually drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon. So am I. I'm drinking Cabernet as well. Me too. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Passover. Cheers. Oh, happy Passover. So we just had our Seder. We had some dessert, and we're winding down here. This was a real nice Seder. <laughs> I'm really glad I came. Um, the sparks <laughs> were flying off of Kevin's knife and fork. They were. I was going for it. <laughs> and he actually had to strip down to get... I did. I actually took off my outer layer. <laughs> Ate my undershirt, because that's what you do. Um, but yeah, let's do delicious. what have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? Dad, what have you seen lately? Springsteen or Broadway. Oh, yeah. Talk about that? it. In which I was in the second row. Oh, yes. yeah. Go on. And uh, it was very enlightening, even though I've seen him for the last 40 years. And I knew I could tell him his stories. <laughs> How many times have you seen Springsteen, do you think? About 130. That's crazy. That's insane. I've seen him in Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New York. I drove up to Albany and back in one night. Mm-hmm. I, I was on, I'll tell you a little story. I was on trial. Okay. He's a lawyer, uh, everyone. He's what, <laughs> you were on trial. <laughs> that's, that's correct. That's correct. And I was. We're live from Rikers. <laughs> <laughs> on the gate. Anyway, so, so I had tickets two nights in a row in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and one night I went with mom, and one night I went with Erica. So 
I told the judge, judge, I got to be out of here by 4 o'clock. I was out by 4 o'clock, went down, drove to the show, mm-hmm. came back, and the next night did the same thing. So you and went there, back, and then there, back again? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then I went, I went to Albany by myself. There and back again. It's Springsteen's <laughs> <laughs> And I went, uh, matter of fact, we went, Mom and I went and caught up Wales. I planned a trip around that, so I've seen him in several But places. didn't you wait, like, wait, all Cardiff? day? In you Wales. seen him in different That's where continents. they film uh, Doctor Who. Yes. So, you, wait, didn't you, like, wait all day in line to, like, get general admission, and you, like, stayed in, like... You, you got front row seats or something like that? I stood up, yeah, for four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you waited in line for like 12. Yes, all day. That's crazy. Yes. But you had you made like pen pals. More than pen pals. We spent time at their house last summer. Yeah. Oh. That's, the people they met in line at they the They were just like Springsteen friends? We made friends. We, we, wait, we, we went to the show, and we got online, and we met this guy, Nick, and his son. So we waited all day long, and then we went to the show, and after they were going to follow Springsteen, and that's mom and I. You want to just jump in the car? We can follow Springs. So we we didn't do it, but and then this past summer, we went and we stayed at the house in Cornwall, and we uh, we now Springsteen pen pass. That's amazing. That's so fun. That's so funny. And that's then, way better than anything we could have said for what have you seen this week? Well, I mean, I saw Springsteen too, but not this week. No, but I don't think I talked lying, about. It. Did right? I talk about it on the pockets already? I don't think so, actually. Oh, oh yeah, well, I won the lottery. Well, well your sister well, won the lottery. Well, my mom technically won the lottery. Who puts in my sister's name? Oh. oh yeah, and my Good sister job. won, and then we got one lottery to hack. Too. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> she answered lottery. So what did me? you think, yeah. Brian? Well, that was great. Did you enjoy it as much as your dad? But he probably enjoyed it more than me. But yeah. it was well, two, he had better seats. It was true. We were the last <laughs> row. We were they were in the second row. We were in the last row. But it was two hours and fifteen minutes with no intermission. But like he's singing the songs, I mean, he's telling concert, the stories. Though, right? Yeah, it's essentially a concert at the yeah. Walter Theater. That's half of Bruce's concert. Right. Well, ha- yeah. Well, I've been to the long in Philadelphia. Really? I've been to the longest show in North America, which was in Philadelphia. How which long was stadium? it? In uh, Citizens Bank. Oh yeah, nice. It was like, like four hours and like twenty oh, minutes wow. or something like that. And he doesn't stop. It's not like he and takes, his takes voice a break. Holds up? Oh yeah, he's the best. It's the best concert you ever go to. Who is his vocal coach? The best two concerts, which are really like unbelievable, seriously, is Bruce because it's like you, you see this man and it's like it's unbelievable. And then the other one is Paul McCartney, who's seventy-five. Oh yeah, who was oh, wow. seventy-five. I years saw him old. in Philadelphia. We just saw him again. I mean, we've seen him also a million times, and uh, the man is seventy-five years old. He doesn't even take a drink of water. Mm. Wow. And his band, like, he gives his band, like, time off, but he's on stage the entire time. Wow. And his voice... Well, they're, like, per, they're, like, they're rock stars. They're, no, yeah. they're rock stars. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. rock stars, but they're, like... <laughs> so is the Springsteen show that's happening on Broadway now, is, like, Max Weinberg, like, playing with them? No, it's no. only Springsteen. It's it's, oh, no, well, Patty comes out for three songs. Oh, okay. But this is the sick part of it for me, anyway. I'm there, and he, he changes guitars. Oh. And Kevin Buell has been his guitar tech for like 30 some odd years. So he comes out. And of course, I'm like the only one to recognize and also it's Kevin Buell. Right. right. You're applauding for the guitar. Right. I'm like, <laughs> so then we went to go get the car. And I'm waiting. And they pull the car up. And a guy comes walking down the ramp. And it's Kevin Buell. And everybody else, nobody knows except me. Right. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? And he waits to whatever. But I'll tell you another sick story. Okay. I know we're getting off the. That's fine. No, no I love this. this. Is great. <laughs> I went. Happy Passover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to a benefit of, with a friend of mine at Bar A in Belmont. And um, anyway, and, uh, so these two ladies walk in. And my friend's looking at me like, who is that? I go, let's see who's behind them. So it was Bruce's mother and Patty's mother. And they walked in. And like the only knucklehead that would know who they are is me. <laughs> right. So, of course, they He's came a stand. in. And I told my friend, that's Bruce's mother and his mother. You know. And anyway... Uh, so my friend did go over, and Bruce's mother has Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. so she's not totally, you know, obviously with it. So we went over there, and Patty's mother, it was really nice, she, she was taking really good care of Adele, that's Bruce's mother. Mm-hmm. And, um, Actually, not, a, not the Adele, Adele. Well, right. that's, well you know, you, you know we, were, we were at a show. Oh, yeah, we were at a show at Barclays Center, and Dad was uh, my... We were met, I think we were met, no, we were Barclays. We were Barclays. And and my dad's like, oh, Adele is in the front row. I was like, Erica and my sister and I were looking like, where's Adele? And like halfway through the concert, like we realized that like, oh, it was Bruce's mom. Bruce's mom <laughs> named Adele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like Skyfall. Right. Adele. Like yeah. Hello. Yeah. Right, right, right. So anyway, so um, and my Patty's mother said, look, 
you could take pictures but please don't put her on the internet because they don't want like yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah anyway that was mm-hmm. so oh nice I that's so that. sweet but there was another time I was with Erica mm-hmm. Erica and I went to um, we went to see the Google Dolls at um, the Prudential Montclair. Oh. no we were in Montclair oh at the um, at uh, the Wellmont yeah yeah and I turn around I see this lady and I recognize her and the reason why I recognize her was she's Maureen Van Zandt and she played Silvio's wife, wife on, on the, Sopranos. the Sopranos. And then um, Steve comes walking in right behind her. And I said to Eric, I said, F. I said, you know who walks in behind you? You're going to have to pick me up off the floor. And it, it was, Bruce wasn't there, but Steve said, so I talked to Steve. That's the week I met Steve and Max in the same week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway. Max have you Weinberg? met Bruce? Yeah. He's very nice. You know him from Conan. Conan, As yeah. the Max Weinberg seven. <laughs> yeah. In the year two thousand. Well, when I oh. went, the, the, the that's, bed, that's his his drummer, or was his drummer? No, he's his drummer. He is right. But let's. Uh, Has anyone else seen anything? Uh, we, all, no, we also saw uh, after that we saw the band's visit. Oh right. Uh, and the highlight of that was I saw Marlo Thomas in the audience. So now you know. Oh okay. Now you know my opinion of that show. That girl. <laughs> it girl. That girl. What was she? That girl. That, that girl. girl. Okay. I love that girl. Yeah. And then I saw Children of a Lesser God, but you guys are seeing that on Thursday, so we should chat when we all see it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We, uh, I will like, say that I I had a nice little date to myself. I got myself a double Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And I sat alone. <laughs> you saw Pacey, aka Charlie Conway. Oh, and I love Pacey. Yeah. And I loved Fringe. She so I was like Pacey. into it. True, true, true. Right. Um, the main thing I'll say is he has a very distinctive voice. Yeah. If you remember from Pacey, because you know when you're 16, you don't learn how to speak other yeah. than just yourself mm-hmm. um, and so the first like half an hour I was like his voice has changed in the past because he got trained no <laughs> uh, like two hours up. in oh no it was two hours in I was like no he's supporting and placing because he speaks the whole show because he's also translating for all of the oh. deaf oh, actors you said, you said it's like a two and a half hour monologue essentially. it's pretty much a two and a half hour monologue where occasionally someone will chime in Damn, that's because crazy. he is having full conversations with this woman, mm-hmm. but he's translating everything she is saying. Cool. And mm. so halfway through, I was like, oh no, he just is making sure he can say all of these words always. Um, and and I, it was really impressive to watch. I got to go to Lincoln Center and oh, see yeah. in front of the show Cameron Adams. <gasps> Yay! Killing it in the ensemble of My Fair Lady. Oh yeah, and you said you loved the production. I loved it. It is a beautiful Lincoln Center production. Everything you expect from Lincoln Center with the beautiful sets. But no boat the, at the beginning. There's no boat, but there is... The <laughs> An airplane? I'm out. No boat or airplane? <laughs> the sets are incredible. It's a beautiful show. Um, I was really impressed with everybody in the cast. So the hat fly off into the piazza? <laughs> no, but there are things like that that Ooh. come across. Hats? Um, hats, yes. People do wear those hats. They don't exactly fly, but there are hats. Well, I saw Piazza the other day. Did you? Yeah, opening day to Mets. He was there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a great production. Um, everyone should see it. Just definitely check this out. It's breathing new life into a really good classic musical. Cool. They made some really great casting choices. Everyone should check it out. Cool. We have, and we have so upcoming tickets. We have tickets. Yeah, you guys are going to. And then also, here. I have tickets. <clears throat> Near here, a little plug for the local theater. Mm-hmm. We're going to Paper Mill to see The Sting. Oh, with Harry oh, Connick yeah. Jr. Yes. Uh, was yeah. that on stage before it was a movie, or is this the first This is the first, no, the first production of Sage Rose. Cool. Yeah. I mean, their hope is to bring it to Broadway. Amazing. Similar to Bandstand and... Um, uh, Can-Can? Uh, no, Newsies? not Can-Can. Newsies and... Um, well, can I mean, I think they thought they oh, were... Oh, did Bronx yeah. start a Paper yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They, I think they, I didn't know they, that. We, we, we went to see a Bronx, a Bronx tale at Paper Mill, and during intermission, I was looking at the, the oh, I love bill, this. And it just so happens, I said, the, holy mackerel. A guy that I know, another a lawyer, is was in a Bronx tale. Was in the, the, he plays Big Sal or something, and actually he's on Broadway. Yeah, and, we and, met him after. Yeah, when, Brian, when Brian and I went to see the show... We met him afterward at the stage door. Very nice and guy. And he, he was incredibly nice. And it was so funny to talk to him and be like, yeah, I used to work with your dad as a lawyer. And then I decided to quit and to pursue my love of theater. And I no, will say, all these months later after seeing Bronx Tale, like, one, it's super cool that it's still on Broadway. It's still going strong. Two. Yeah, Adam Kaplan. It's Kaplin. friend of the show, Adam Kaplan. Yeah, and we've seen a lot of stuff since then. And, like... The the fluctuation. No other lawyers. No other lawyers. But the fluctuation in quality that we've seen on Broadway lately, it's been super cool to see that show, which was like good, 
Yeah. And and in some parts really good. Just yeah. like keep going. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. There's something to be said for just like that was solid. Absolutely. Right. You know? Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we have some questions for you, Dad. Yes. What do you remember the first musical you saw on Broadway? I know I saw Annie. Like the original production of Annie? Yeah. I can't remember. I mean, honestly, it was so Were you like old. four years old? I was young. I don't know how long. How long, how long. Annie was the 70s. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. But what was, what's, your, what's one of the best shows you've seen? Like, what's a favorite experience of seeing a show on Broadway? I really enjoyed Wicked. We've <laughs> <laughs> heard. I I've had heard, a dream about Wicked yesterday. I'm, gonna, I'm a very tough critic. And usually, when we, if we go to a show or a movie, sometimes I'm afraid to voice my true opinion because... <laughs> It meets with negativity. <laughs> and we went to see Wicked, and I really, it was excellent. And it was, and I think Erica said, it must have been good. Daddy liked it. What was it that you liked about Wicked? The music was good. The whole story, I thought, was, I thought was really well, you know, well done. I mean, we've seen show, I mean, I've seen shows on Broadway that very rarely have we, we've walked out of a couple of shows, I will say. Oh, but um, you do. You walked out of. We oh. walked out all shook up. We went to go. I know it wasn't a musical, but the drama uh, August Osage County. You walked out of August Osage County. Uh, it was horrible. I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the play everyone loves. <laughs> the highlight of that was, I think there oh, were two. Inter- I think there were two. No, and I no, and mom, who usually yells at me and says, you know, no, one, we should say she, yeah. she walked out too. The highlight of that one was, I believe there were two intermissions. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we, oh, yeah. We didn't make the second intermission. During the first intermission, we saw Philip Seymour Hoffman <gasps> sitting like on a step smoking a cigarette. That was the highlight of that one. Then we saw, recently, we saw um, the Steve Martin. Um, Bright Star? Oh, Bright Star. Or Meteor no, 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 Shower. No, 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 no they no, saw Bright, Bright Star. Star. We saw Bright Star, which really had about 100, 100 performances, I think. Uh-huh. It really yeah. wasn't. And I thought that was really well done. It was it was interesting that show. Mm-hmm. And the highlight of that one was is that they threw a baby from a train. No, no, I don't watch <laughs> I don't watch I don't watch many television shows. Okay. But one of my I, 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 I watch Blue Bloods, and there was an starring act, Jay Schmidt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging everybody. <laughs> and. Um, there was an actor, I don't recall his name, Michael something or other, that was, oh, that was uh, in the show. He played... Uh, Imperioli? Uh, no, 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 oh. no, 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 Anyway, he was on Blue Bloods. He played a detective on Blue Bloods. And he came walking. You know, you know, one of the things, the older you get, I mean, there were things I do now that I probably wouldn't have done when I was younger, okay? Yeah. And one of them is, is that if, if I see a famous person... I will now go Michael Mulhern, Mulhern. That was him. Yeah, yeah. If I see, he was the he was the um, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Oh, the dad, mm. the dad, the dad. Yeah. No, no. So, so he threw the baby from a train. He threw the baby. Okay. So anyway, so one of the things now is, if I see somebody that I think is famous, I'll go up to them and I'll say something, because honestly, the the worst that can happen is the guy's nasty to me and says no or whatever it is. And I went up to him and I said, hey, I said, I, I saw you a blue blood. You were really good. And he talked to me. Thank you very much. He was very, very, you know, he was very nice. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, um, you know, that's a sh- I mean, the different things appeal to different people, I guess. And mm-hmm. critics have their, they look at things differently than I look at them. But everybody has their own, their own taste. And I know that shows pull in a different audience but anyway uh, no, so I enjoyed that show what else what else did we see lately I mean we haven't I mean we've seen a lot of stuff that's on I mean we saw Evan Hansen we saw Waitress we saw Beautiful I mean the, the more recent shows what else did we see? we saw um, Time in the Conways mm-hmm. your wife really liked that one it was good no that was I enjoyed that one that was good I mean some of these shows you guys saw Hamilton we saw Hamilton. We saw Hamilton in previews. We saw that a By lot. yourself, without Brian and Erica, we've been told. Yes. Yes. We made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not deprived. I remember Brian telling us he was like, "They take us to every show, and the one show they don't buy us tickets to is the one everyone wants to see." Well, you see, Kevin, yeah. it gets to be a cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> they aged it. You can buy your own tickets now. <laughs> When your kids get to a certain age, uh-huh. okay, you get a present at Christmas or Hanukkah and your birthday, and after that, 
Maybe you'll get something out. Right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't ask for any money tonight to say the dinner. Okay. It's true. It's true, Brian. We ate for free tonight. That's true. And, and, and also, there, you know, he's going on a little doggy bag. You know, a little yeah, little peso gift. You know, I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what else? What, I mean, what, what else did we see lately? I mean, we saw. Did Ryan. you see Hello Dolly? We saw Hello Dolly. We, we saw Pat Burner, right? We um, saw with Bat. With Bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We saw that. Well, Did you I mean, enjoy I mean, that? I mean, yes. And like you, we saw, um, I mean, years ago, we saw a boy from, you know, it's, it's also funny that you Well, see, you saw a boy from us? Yeah, well, you know what it is? You see, there are so many more roles for actors that are not, that are non-singing roles. Mm-hmm. So you see people, and you really don't realize that they can sing. Yeah. Because there's more, I guess, there's more jobs for people that don't sing. So we saw a boy from Oz. Hugh Jackman. I didn't know if he could sing. You know, and oh, and he's wonderful. He's excellent. No, no, he, he was he was excellent. I mean, we, we saw the producers you, with the original, with um, Matthew, Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. We saw, uh, we were, ta- it's funny, we were talking about um, Gregory Jabara. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I think it was November, there was a show that we saw with Nathan Lane. It wasn't on very long. It was about... Oh, the front the, page? No, it was no. about the pardoning of the turkeys. Oh, the November something. Yeah. November oh, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, November Man. Nathan Lane. Was November? I, I believe Nathan Lane was yeah. the president. Mm-hmm. And Gregory Jabaro was in that. I think Lori Metcalf was in that, too. Yes, yes. Wow. She was in that also. Yeah. And that, well, I tell you, it's funny. It's... Um, uh, what was... what uh, August Osage County. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't really care for the show. But the funny thing is, is that Mom and I used to like Mike and Molly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the woman that played Mike's mother. You know, there were people that are on even television shows that are excellent actors and actresses, just that they don't get the notoriety right, of yeah, other yeah. people. And the actress that played Mike's mom is an excellent actress. Mm-hmm. And she was odd. She was in... Um, I. I saved the playbills. Right, right. And she, we saw her in August, Osage. Oh, wow. Um, but, but it's funny. I mean, because of you, there were all these different things that I didn't even, that I didn't even know exist, like black box theaters and things like that. Right, that right. I learned about, really, mm-hmm. yeah. through you. That I, I mean, didn't... you paid for college, so thank right, you. No, Thanks. but I mean... But, <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, so many things are commercialized. Mm-hmm. And just because they're commercialized, it doesn't mean that they're good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, like I said, everybody's yeah. everybody's opinion mm-hmm. is worthwhile. I Do you remember taking me to my first musical, Peter Pan? Yes, and I remember having the radio on my ear because the Giants were in the playoff game that day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? I think I did. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because like, that would be an amazing like thing to discover now on the podcast. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, well, so you're taking your kid for the exposure. No, no, no. no, that's, no that's funny because even now, if I'm a Florida, my father, uh-huh. after all these years, I tell him something. Go, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Dad, when I was 17, you weren't supposed to know that. <laughs> so let's. That's true. There's gonna be a lot of revelations when our we get older with yeah, our parents. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Kimberly, let's play a game. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Okay. I have an intro. Oh, an oh. intro. In the television entertainment system, specialty guest star roles are considered especially important. In New York City, the dedicated actors who specialize in creating these vicious roles are members of an elite squad known as the Special Broadway Unit. These are their stories. You need a couple of doink doinks. Yeah, doink, doink, doink. 
That was your all of your cues for bum 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 You like the show in my right? Do you like Law and Order? No. No. I have a very hard time watching legal shows because, because you know what they're do- because they're like. so off base it's like unbelievable yeah but and you've seen all of them no i haven't i, I mean i stopped watching svu a long time ago um <laughs> the only the only i'm sorry i'm, I'm cutting into your time oh no no the only law show i still watch is blue bloods and the only reason that i it is because of the the family theme in it, the weekly dinner, whatever. If not, it's just the same stupid cop show. With that's true. It's where, you know, if you if you if you're in the profession, everything you try to do not to show, um, you know, favoritism or um, improprieties and stuff. So you have the cop that gets in trouble and who's investigating uh, who's investigating his sister the DA you think there's a little bit of a conflict right, there I right. mean, yeah. so that kind of it just stuff just bothers me and then it, it just it just gives the public the wrong impression of what lawyers judges prosecutors well, I would agree so with that I, for I, sure. I, I just I just can't. And then like I, how we all think Smash gave the wrong impression about of what, what Broadway we, well, is. Well, yeah. well, it's like if I'm watching, like when I, used to, when I used to watch SVU, <laughs> and I saw you only get the TV, uh-huh. okay, and mom would yell at me, and then there'd be another show where there'd be something about a teacher, and she'd start yelling at the TV. And you're like, see what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, you see? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know. The license is taken. Somebody gets, they get locked up, and, you, you know, and then, like, the next day they get served with a motion, which is improper in New York because there's no jurisdiction until there's an indictment. I'm sorry, I'm giving you a whole <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then it's like they go to trial a week later. It's like, come, I mean, right, anyway. Right. Just, uh, I, I, yeah, because they follow a case through the whole thing, so, like, an episode is a year and, and a half. And then the DAs have, like, one case in TV, and it's like, you know, you have, like... A hundred of them, whatever. No, they, yeah, they definitely make it seem like the DA's office like, we're all working on this one thing right now. And they go to Rikers Island, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they talk to the defendant without the defendant's lawyer being present. Always. Which is like a very big no-no, okay? And then they'll have one lawyer representing like three defendants, uh-huh. and you can't do that. That's a conflict. So I just have trouble with all of that. And so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Following yep. our descriptions of such guest star roles, please pair the role with the actor. So I've just dealt you each five actors, Broadway actors that have been on an episode of SVU. Okay. I'm going to read a brief description of some characters, and then you tell me who played them. Okay. A recurring role as Maria Grazzi, the estranged wife of Detective Nick Amaro. After returning home from a tour in Iraq, their marriage deteriorates, and she eventually moves to Washington, D.C. with their young daughter. I mean, I have it. Yes, yeah, so say it out loud and put it's it Laura in. Laura Benanti. It is Laura <laughs> Recurring role as Dr. Rebecca Hendricks, a Bellevue psychiatrist who frequently butts heads with Benson. In her last appearance in season eight, she completes a psychiatric evaluation of Benson and Stabler, determining they have an unhealthy emotional dependence on each other. Mary Stewart Masterson. That is correct. Yes! But that's when I still watched it. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Attorney Felicity Bradshaw in the fight over whether a pregnant woman who drinks alcohol should be locked up for the baby's safety. Was she, is she, um, I can give you another hint. Yeah. She was most recently seen on Broadway in the 2001 revival of 42nd Street, and she was Laurie in the film version of Oklahoma. Shirley Jones. There she is. Yep. Shirley Jones. Oh, yeah. In a crossover episode of Law and Order, Detective Lenny Briscoe and the SVU team up to work on the case of a teenage model who eventually dies after being raped and beaten. Who do we need? Lenny Briscoe? Yes, Lenny Briscoe. Oh, d- d- uh, Jerry Orbach? Correct. Lumiere? <laughs> Jay? 46th Street? Jay has a clue. Jay, you have a clue? Jay? Oh, never oh, mind. Jay's Come in when the you're ready. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait. It's like that Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, when what was it, who was it? Um, Christine Lottie was in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a clue? Yeah. Why did you say to him to a microphone? That's funny. I didn't know he had a clue. My- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Shelby's dead. Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. Okay. 
Um, a recurring role. Do you remember role. watching the? Did you watch the Jeremy episode? I had to because I knew Jeremy right. was on it. <laughs> a recurring role as Dr. Amy Solway, an in vitro fertilization specialist who kills a depressed woman wishing to commit suicide. She becomes friends with Detective Munch, who shares her views on assisted suicide. Is that Marley Matlin? That is correct. Yes. The Oscar winner four. Speaking of children, bless her God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. A three episode. Ooh, ooh, an arc. She played a defense attorney named Ruth Miller in Homesick, season six, episode 22, and Navy Blues, season eight, episode three. In 2015, she appeared on a Law & Order Special Victims Unit episode entitled Agent Provocateur. She played Lydia Labasi, manager to an up-and-coming star who has been charged with sexually assaulting an underage girl. Wait, what's the character? She plays multiple characters? Lydia Labasi is the SVU episode. The rest were just regular Law and Order. I think. Is this a older Broadway actress? Mm-hmm. Is it Patty Lapone? It is Patty Lapone. Yeah, and that's Jeremy's second episode. Oh, I, I oh saw, wait, is it? I saw her in Gypsy. Oh, oh yeah, I with did. the boots. So good. Did you see her with the isotoners? Yeah, she was oh, in the boots. Oh, I did. The purple isotoners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We also saw her do her one woman show. Oh, with Manny Patinkin. No, or no, no, no. And, and that wouldn't be one woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very cultured. You don't know. I, you're very cultured. <laughs> I just don't go to Met. How did you create Brian? <laughs> that was his mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kimberly, what you got? Don't you think you used to drive him to gifted and talented music? Me. Uh-huh. You? <laughs> you went to gifted and talented music? They let anyone in. <laughs> Trumpet players with cute yeah. green outfits? Yeah, yeah. A recurring role as a medical examiner, Carl Rutnick. He used his position to cover up and frame others for his crimes. He's eventually discovered to be a cross-dressing serial killer. Jefferson Mays? hmm Oh. Thank you. That was Jefferson Mays. I told you. Again, a gentleman's show. guide to, or, or gentlewoman's guide to <laughs> love and murder. <laughs> I think he... Oh, I saw I Take remember. Me Out. With oh, the, oh, the, oh, yeah. The, the shower scene. On this, uh, I saw that. And you saw Lombardi? Oh, my parents took I their saw, very conservative neighbors the, to see that. Oh, my. I saw Lombardi. Uh-huh. Was there a shower scene in Lombardi? Oh, I saw that the other one. Um, <laughs> no, Kevin. The, the something house. There was also a circle in the theater. There, um, oh, fun home. I saw that something house. <laughs> <laughs> in the circle in the theater. I love that title. Something house. <laughs> fun home. Okay. The character's name is Elizabeth Donnelly. She first appears on the show as a DA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. It is Judith Light. <laughs> I saw her. We, we saw her. I want. Was she in Lombardi was, when you saw no, it? No, no, no. We saw her in Lombardi. And this, she was in another show. It was a was a um, it was a drama. Well, what, mom, do you know what it was? Well, who? Judith Light. We oh, seen yeah. her a couple it was of times. So good. It was when the family came. Not not something with dinner. Something dinner was something with a dinner. long Christmas dinner. Dinner eight. No. No, no, no. no. They had an apartment on the Upper oh, West Side. Oh, such a good show. She wanted Tony for it. I'm positive. She wanted Tony it. for it. I saw her in. Um, other desert city. Other yeah, what did you other, was it? Other, other desert, desert cities? cities? No, but the assembled yeah. parties. That's yes, it. That, was, that okay. was it. That was it. But it was at a dinner. That's why I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. She's so good. She's so good. It's so funny that like most of us know her as the who's a- the boss Angela? person. Angela. Angela. But like the fact that she's like had this illustrious the career. Who's the boss and she's person. and she's incredible in. Was she, um, is she the boss? Is she not? No, you know what she was really good also. She was Harris Ryland's mother on the remake of Dallas. Oh, she, was. Oh. she was really good in that as well. Yeah, she's I also there was she's also great on um, Transparent. Oh, she's oh yeah, yeah, she's on Transparent. She's she's, she's the Jeffrey Tambor's ex-wife. Yes, okay, character, so good. Anyway, ready? Yes, yes. Emmy nominated for her role as Bertie Sullaway, an aging dancer who glories in her past stardom. She, along with her nephew, comes under suspicion of the death of her husband and three other neighbors. Is it Carol Burnett? It is yeah. Carol Burnett. Yes. Okay, I'll do one more. Yeah. Okay. And whoever has the least number of of uh, slips left wins, because we each have two. Sure. Don't, don't. I'm just making sure it's on the right one. <laughs> dun, dun. Oh, so he, this person is in two different seasons as two different people. Okay. In season eleven, he is Jan Ike in Beef, and in season thirteen, he is Steve Harris, a former basketball player oh, who claims he was sexually assaulted by his. Yep. It's Aaron Aaron Aaron. Aaron. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> Brian wins. I just want to shout out both Ithacans. Ithaca alums. <laughs> cool. That was fun. That was fun. Um, I guess before we uh, wrap it up here, I think we need to take a trip to Kevin's Wait, Corner. 
I won. Brian won. Because you had the least? Yes. Yeah, we just made it up last night. When was minute. it golf? I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. We Plopsky. We all won fun. You are, you are now entering Kevin's corner where I have three very highly detailed questions for you to answer. Do you think you can do this? It depends upon what they're about. All right, here we go. Your wife, Jill shares a name with the maiden whose sad destiny led her up a hill after a boy named Jack. (laughs) Jack, of course, is a pivotal character in the Sondheim musical Into the Woods with an unusual attachment to cows. Cows, of course, say moo, which is, on the grand spectrum of animal noises, a pretty normal sound to make. So my question is, what animal do you think makes the strangest sound and why? That's a weird one. That was a very strange question. <laughs> <laughs> got something to think about you now. I mean, you know, it's, um, you know what makes a strange sound? What? Ever? A camel. They do make a sound. Like, they go, ah, or something like that. What is it like? Yeah. It goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. Amazing. That's a good answer. Camel's a good answer. Okay, question two. Are you ready? Yes. You've done a lot of impressive things in your life, one of which is fathering host of the show, Brian Plofsky. <laughs> Brian is well known for his love of movies, Marvel, and puns. Puns are considered by most uh, most people in this culture as the highest form of comedy. What? What? Some people think puns are really a high form of comedy. For a long time, puns were like the best way to show you were intelligent was to make That's a true. pun. That's true. It's very, in what's it called? In, uh, anyway, keep going, sorry. In Kevin's corner. Friends like, yeah, yeah. like smart. <laughs> okay. I always want to be on Kindness Corner. but So, <laughs> so my question is, who is your favorite comedian or favorite comedy movie of all time, and why? My favorite comedy movie of all time is Big Daddy. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I expected. I, I love that movie. But I can wipe my own ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't count because you can't weed. <laughs> that movie's so yeah, good. Got- can we got go our first time around here. Like that throws his Rolex shit. I um, love that. Kangaroo song. Kangaroo song. <laughs> Scuba Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good movie. You know what? That would actually make a really interesting musical. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a little like Hooters dance uh, number. That my favorite part is. My son's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> but, and they're like, okay, well, let it happen. Your Aunt Faye came up from Florida. I asked you to take her around. What did you do? I went to a Judas Priest concert and I fell asleep, got drunk and fell asleep or something. Like that. <laughs> that would be, I actually uh, would be okay with that being But you know what it would be? It would be a Styx jukebox musical. Sticks. Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. Yeah. that's a very underrated band. Um, <laughs> what was, uh, okay, okay, now what was the question? Uh, no, you okay, answered my it. favorite movie. Yep, your favorite, my favorite comedy com- movie. And yeah. your favorite comedian. I guess a lot of, there's a lot of old-time comedians. That I, like, every once in a while, I still listen to George, um, George Carlin. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hysterical. Um, Richard Pryor. So uh-huh. Hysterical, okay? Um, I mean, I've oh, what was his... Uh, David Brenner. I mean, a lot of these guys that used to be on the, like, the old Tonight Show. Uh-huh. Hysterical. I, I'm. I mean. Well, you showed us tonight your ticket from going to see Don Rickles. Yes, I saw Don Rickles in 1974 <laughs> for eight dollars and fifty cents. You know, really. I mean, I, I, the, the newer comics. I mean, I, I don't really know a lot of the newer comics. I mean, I tell you, I but I, I did watch the last couple of nights on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, Judd Apatow, am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah. yeah. This, the Zen of Gary Shanley. Oh, I need to watch that. It's very it's well done. It's so good. Very, it was re- that was very well done. That was funny. Okay. All right, third question. All right, I have one more question for you. <laughs> Your other child besides Brian is named Erica, just like the famous singer Erica Badu. The song Sorry Miss Jackson. Her namesake, of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the song Sorry Miss Jackson by Andre Three. 2000, 3000? 3000. 3000. 3000. Also, like, outcast. Thank you. Is about, <laughs> apo- about him apologizing to Erica Badu's mother for their tumultuous relationship. One of the most famous tumultuous relationships in musicals has returned to Broadway in the revival of Carousel. Carousel is set where clams and lobsters are totes popular and would probably be someone's last meal on death row. What would be your favorite meal that you could have on death row and why? Oh, there's no question about it. Oh, you already have it. Pizza and ice cream. 
Oh yeah. Um, what kind of what kind of pizza and what kind of ice cream? The regular pizza. Like what would be on it? Nothing. Just cheese. I like straight pizza. Just cheese and that's just cheese. Just just cheese. There's nothing better than just like a plain New York pizza. And just vanilla ice cream. That would be it. That be that. That's cheese pizza right. and vanilla ice cream. Simple, no. but that, that that's just, a good choice. Just, just to the point. The kitchen at the, the prison will be very pint. happy. With yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. A whole pizza, a whole pint. Yeah, that. Or a slice of. Right. If you're gonna die, why not? Like, right. Yeah. No, but yeah, but it's just like just pizza. That's not my favorite food. Amazing. And that would be very simple. I would say that you successfully made your way through Kevin's Corner. Good job. Thank you. Welcome out of the corner. What do I get? 50 bucks? (laughs) (laughs) We leave your home now. (laughs) You you can get rid of us. That's what it is. Um... Yeah, I mean, that, that ends this segment of the podcast. Yep, until Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, um, which we'll Jesus go into. In Wait, Christ. I thought I was a superstar. superstar. You are a superstar. All right, so let's get that straight. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yes, thank you for having us for the Seder dinner. Very well. Next time you hear us, we'll have just watched Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. So happy Passover to everyone. The next time you hear us in this episode will be happy Easter. Easter. Yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to split the difference. I mean, the That's last supper was weekend. Passover. That's true, right? Yeah. That's, That's why true. Easter and Passover always fall in, like around each other. Because So we will say thank you for coming to the show, but also thank you for fathering host of the show, Brian Plotsky. Oh, yeah. The show wouldn't be the same without him. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It would be a very different show. <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't exist. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Bye. 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 See you in a second. Doink, doink. <laughs> <laughs> To get worried, try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Well, don't you know everything's alright? Yes, everything's fine, and we want you to sleep well. Tonight. And we're back, but without a Kevin. Yep, and a Steve. And a Steve. It's just Brian and Kimberly. Just Brian and Kimberly. We just watched Jesus Christ Superstar. Happy Live. Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. We ate candy. We did. We watched Jesus. We did. And Judas. And Judas. And, and, and Mary, Glitter. And Simon. And, and Peter. And Alvin. And Theodore. <laughs> um, what'd you think? That was wonderful. I think it was the best live one. I think they nailed it. And yeah. I, I think I have reasons why. What? I don't know. Just like yeah. thinking about it. Because it's been over. We sat in silence for the maybe the last like 10 minutes. Yeah, we, we, we were just like... We just like watched it. If you haven't, it's Tuesday morning. If you haven't watched it yet, yeah, just like fast forward. I mean, don't fast forward or anything because it's beautiful. But like, we're gonna talk about the end for a minute. Yeah, go for it. Just the, I think they nailed it in that they had this huge space. So like all these other live shows have had these huge warehouse spaces, right? And so they're like, oh well, let's build like this set here, this set here, this set here. And this show is like, nope, the audience is going to sit like almost like an arena. Mm-hmm. And we have one set and it'll be everything. And then at the very end, it's so powerful because everything opens up and you just see the crucifix gliding to the back in that last like, yeah. moment. And being back, And you just and- remember what a huge space they're in, mm-hmm. which then becomes like, oh, like the world is huge and like it, it just made it a lot more meaningful. It was but awesome. But I think, yeah. But they definitely nailed it in just like, yeah, you don't, if you have a warehouse, you don't need to use it all. Yeah, and the scaffold, and I also love the scaffolding aspect of of it. Oh, yeah, and the, like the band. Because that's what, I mean, essentially. Was everywhere, and yeah. they're in the ruined temple, and. And the idea that, well, obviously it symbolizes like the rebuilding of the temple and things of that nature, but. Also, you know, if you go to these cities now, which mm-hmm. I've been, so much of it is under construction to just like keep it oh, up. Oh, interesting. So it's this like juxtaposition of like the actual old like world old and world, world and then the new and world. And how you're keeping the new world, how you're using technology from the new world to keep what the remnants of the old world intact. Yes. And that can be, ooh, ooh, there are so many layers now. How would you rank this against other lives shows? I mean, I feel like Greece might still hold the bar as far as like a huge, 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 huge spectacle. Right, right, and right. And because it like changed the game because they were like, hey, what if there's an audience here? Right, right. Because that really helped, especially with this. Because yeah. you could tell they told the audience to like, don't hold back. Right. And th- it was cool because it's just a perfect. And you could see them a lot. 
Yeah, and it's a perfect type of show for this because because it is a concept and because it is yeah. a um it, I mean they made it they made it that you don't need multiple sets and it's just like Yeah. It Which a lot of G's like I didn't see the most recent revival, but the the national tour with Sebastian Bach mm-hmm. was also pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. Um if I recall from when I was 12 years old. Yeah, and it was I mean It was so good. And John Legend was great. She was great, uh, Sarah she. Bareilles, um, but Brennan Victor Dixon stole that. Oh my God! When he came out in those silver pants, <laughs> I was just like, "Whoo!" I didn't know this was the resurrection we needed today. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was—he just sounded great. There was so much energy. Um, that ensemble was killer. Yes, and I forget, although it is a rock opera, yeah, I forget how much of like an opera it is that like some characters just sort of come in and have their aria moment right which is very just fade which is basically all of mary magdalene's yeah and peter and simon that's true like they're not necessarily like i mean they drive the plot obviously yeah but they are all just like oh right and then peter gets a solo and then simon gets a solo but like and then king and then king harry gets a a solo david has pumpkins (laughs) (laughs) which doesn't that song's so weird because it like it doesn't fit into the rest of the score, mm-hmm. but like what you said during it, like, is it supposed to be symbolizing the fact that he's out of touch with everything else? Or yeah, that like, if you think be- about like being 22 in the seventies and you're writing all this rock music and you want to make like an out of touch King and in a musical world, you're like, well, let's write him a, like an 11 o'clock number from the forties. Yeah. Where like, that's where his point of reference would have stopped when he potentially, or he was like, this sounds good. Yeah, In or he was just like, I wrote this song once yeah. when I was drunk. I don't know. <laughs> um, but a, that was an A+. plus. That mm-hmm. was a good way to spend Easter. Oh, yeah. That was really Is good. Is this your first Easter celebration, Brian? I mean, yes. I don't know that it was necessarily I mean, it wasn't really Easter a celebration. celebration. I mean, we, we had chocolate. I've never seen uh, Jesus Christ Superstar before. Like and I know the album, but I I've never, never like, like seen a production. I've seen the movie, I guess, when I yeah. was younger, but like I've never actually seen a production of it. Oh yeah, well, you picked a good one to start with. I know, right? Um, what other but ho- also, it's not quite an Easter movie because they don't do the resurrection. They right. end with him crucified. Right, right, right. What other holidays do you think should have shows? What musicals could match up with other holidays? Sure, sure, sure. Well, like White Christmas matches White Christmas. Right. Um, not a musical, but I will say that the cherry orchard for Arbor Day, perhaps, <laughs> or uh, a, a hundred. Uh, <laughs> oh, I broke my husband. <laughs> hundred degrees. What is it? One ten in the shade, shade for the first day of summer. Yeah, summer solstice. Yeah, summer solstice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, um, you could do a winter's tale. <laughs> totally for winter solstice. Or for just like oh, something uh, else. Yeah, I mean, like, like um, the easy ones, like Fiddler on the Roof of Rosh Hashanah or something like that. Yeah, um, Saint Joan for All Saints Day. <laughs> of course. Um, oh, um, a little night music for. I don't know why I in my mind just associated Flag Day with Sweden. That's weird. I don't know. There is a Swedish holiday that I'm thinking of, okay. but I just don't remember what it is. Um. I just have Jesus Christ Superstar stuck in my head. I, know. I can't think of anything else. I'm so I'm so loopy right now. <laughs> um, well, we have Groundhog Day, right? I mean, we have Hamilton for President's Day, right? 1776 for President's Day. Yep. Or just July Fourth. And the Assassin soundtrack, and you just put them all in one playlist and hit shuffle, and that's your President's Day shuffle. That's a uh, you're really shuffling along there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Miss for Bastille Day, even though it's not Bastille not Day, the but same like, revolution. But the, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the spirit of the revolution is yeah, there. of course. I mean, you could Doctor Zhivago for <laughs> <laughs> Russian Revolution Celebration Day. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, I'm trying to think of like what's a Thanksgiving musical? Just Company for Thanksgiving? Yeah, because you have company over. Yeah, I guess. We need for, to have for Thanksgiving. For pies. Because you need pies. Waitress. Well, waitress, right. Waitress and Sweeney Todd, again, on a mega oh, no. mixed Well, shuffle. no, waitress for pie day. <laughs> yeah. March 14th. That's not a real thing. For mathematicians, it is. 
And high school cla- and high school <laughs> math classes. Oh, Les Mis can be Flag Day too, just because of the waving. Oh, aspect. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Memorial Day could be. Well, it's parade. It takes place on Memorial Day. Oh, that's true. Happy Memorial Day, Mr. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, Veterans Day would be right like South Pacific. Right oh, right time for Labor, Labor Day. Day. Newsies for. Newsies for Labor Day. Yeah. Independence Day. The musical. Yeah, it would be for Earth Day because they wanted the resources. Is there an Independence Day musical? No, but there are you could writing be. it? Now I am. Ooh, Broadway so, an exclusive. Just so it could air on Earth Day. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth Day. And First then of all, it should be a Mars Attacks musical before. I mean, Independence uh, Day musical. That'd be good. Yeah. They'll be on NASA Appreciation colors. Day. NASA Appreciation Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's like a Mother's Day musical? Gypsy. Waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia. Oh, yes. Oh, speaking and of. And Father's Day. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. No, oh, a Mamma Mia preview fun- came on. Oh, yeah. And Brian just goes, I don't care what anyone says. I'm so excited. <laughs> fun and home. I hadn't said anything. Phone home for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, or Ragtime again. Or Ragtime again. Sweeney Live would be really cool. Yeah. And I think what really worked with Jesus Christ Superstar being a rock opera and totally sung through is they didn't, it's really the book scenes where the live shows can drag. Yes. And because it was sung through, it was a concert the whole time. I mean, at some point they're going to do Live Live Hamilton. Les Mis, Mis. maybe. Um, But that is overexposed too. Yeah, I know. I agree. You guys are going to laugh at me. I would watch the I would watch the hell out of uh, a live Footloose, the musical. Live Footloose would be actually kind of cool. And you can do Footloose like pared down a little. Yeah. On like one set like that. that I don't so, know. Now that I'm watching that, I'm like, that really worked. I, I thought he was gonna say you're in town. I think live. I was thinking that too. Live you're in town could be good. Anyway, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Kevin's watching right now, so yeah. like no spoilers. Okay, sure. He's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna take him three days. So yeah, he has to go into a cave. Yeah, close the door. Yeah, and then and then again. Res- Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Broadwasted. Mm-hmm. Um, rate and review us and subscribe on uh, iTunes. iTunes. Five, Five stars, stars, please. Um, and as we end every episode, we end with a quote. <gasps> and today's quote is: Ooh, He doesn't have it in front of him. I don't. Wow. Let my babies go. It's from Rugrats Passover. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone had a good holiday weekend. Yes, we hope you had a great holiday weekend. Um, thanks, everybody, as we end every episode. <gasps> Zoo-doo-wop. Oh, thanks, Jay. Cheers. Bye. Cool. Oh, my God, I'm so tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.